It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available to you on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your real estate podcast from. And it's the weekend. Thank goodness for that. It's been a busy one here. And September the 23rd today. And how is the current real estate market affecting you right at the moment? What is your biggest concern apart from, of course, keeping up with those mortgage repayments? Of course, you can always email us. We love getting your emails. And if you just bought a dream property, let us know. And how the process went for you. And as always, if you have any suggestions or comments, there might be something that you'd like to hear more about on the podcast, or perhaps somebody that you know is having a birthday, email us to myrealestatebreakfast at gmail.com. Well, because it is a Saturday morning, we have Anthony Landau, the Managing Director and Mortgage Broker at Equilibria Finance, who is back with us. And a very good morning to you, Anthony. It's uh, been another busy week, no doubt. Yeah, another busy week. Spring's certainly in the air. We had some uh, lovely sunshine on the east coast of Australia earlier this week. And I think um, everyone's looking forward to a pretty solid run in uh, till the end of the year with the sunshine uh, coming out. Now, we're going to be having a look at the Australian housing market. It has hit a monumental figure once again, $10 trillion. The market is really just showing this uh, this whole resilience. We talked about the, the growth of the spring push, and some are saying it's going to be a, a long spring listing with properties. Yeah, we're in a really interesting time, um, as you've touched on, in terms of what's happening in spring. We've got increasing auction clearance rates. We're starting to see a little bit more supply. And as we'll touch on a little bit more later, but we're seeing a little bit of consumer sentiment down on the buyer side. So it's a tough market to pick in spring this year, but signs are that there is an increase in stock and activity across the board at this stage. And we'll come back. We'll talk all about that coming up next on your Saturday morning real estate breakfast. Grab your weekly dose of inspiration to help build a real estate portfolio. We talk to the best in the business every day. Learn from the professionals and know your property with us. Well, as the spring selling season unfolds, the surge in property listings across major Australian cities is offering much needed choice for you, the buyer. And what about you across this weekend? Have you got properties that you're going to have a look at? Well, this year's extended period of home price growth fueled by limited listings is now fortunately seeing increased competition as sellers return to the marketplace. And in Sydney and Melbourne, new listings have rebounded, while in Perth that remains fiercely competitive with record high buyer demand. And with interest rates holding steady for now and buyer inquiries on the rise, the market, it looks like, is poised for a bit of a rebalance between supply and demand. And it does need 
rebalancing. It's something that we've been talking about for the last six months. However, smaller capital cities like Perth, Adelaide and Brisbane are likely to sustain strong price growth due to limited options and affordability. Well, we all get a year older and if you're turning on this Saturday morning a year older for September the 23rd, uh, happy birthday. Bruce Springsteen, the boss, is turning a year older, turning 74. And Jason Alexander, you might remember from Seinfeld, is turning 64. And Julio Iglesias, he's almost 80, turning 79 today. We dive deep into topics like buying, selling, investing and maximising your property's value. From mortgage advice to the latest property data and trending numbers, your real estate journey starts here. It's the main centre forecast. And around the country, let's go to Sydney first off and expecting plenty of cloud today. 21 is your forecast high. Sunshine in Melbourne, 19 is your forecast top. Brisbane should be mainly fine. Some whispers of cloud and 23. And in Perth, also expecting some cloudy skies and your temperature, 20. Unlock the secrets of real estate and stay informed about the latest real estate buzz with hot market trends, emerging suburbs and hidden gems. And it's a Saturday morning and the Australian housing market, as we mentioned, recently achieved the significant milestone of reaching, I mean, it's amazing, $10 trillion, not just once, but twice. Once in June of last year for 2022, and again in August this year. But what's behind this persistent growth? Well, Anthony Landau is back with me, the Managing Director and Mortgage Broker at Equilibria Finance. And we're going to dive into it, look at some of the data and some of the insights. And first off, Anthony, we've hit this $10 trillion in the housing market value. Can you break down the data and provide some perspective on what that all means for the listener? Yeah, sure. And as you know, Craig, I, I enjoy digging a little bit into the data. So as you said, we first hit the $10 trillion mark about 14 months ago now and at the end of August. The total value of Australian housing market is back up around $10 trillion. We had a little bit of a lull with all those recent interest rate rises over the last 12 months, but we've the market's growing again, which is which is extraordinary. Here's a little bit of perspective that I think you'll enjoy. In 1880, the value of the Australian housing market was $1 trillion. It took 130 years to grow to $4 trillion. It's taken 10 years to grow to $10 trillion. So that's incredible growth we've seen in the Australian housing market over the last 10 years. In fact, in August 2020, the value of our market was $6 trillion. Since 2020 to August 2023, it's grown another $4 trillion. So the rate of growth, I think, is what a lot of commentators have been talking about in terms of how this market keeps growing in terms of an asset class. Yeah, historically, that's a really interesting uh, stat when you go all those years ago, back to the the 1800s. And in terms of wealth accumulation, how does the housing market's role compare to that of other asset classes? 
Yeah, housing plays an incredibly important role in terms of Australia's wealth. Household wealth is in housing is about 56% of our total wealth. So the residential real estate market represents value of about $10 trillion. Superannuation, which is a massive asset class, is $3.5 trillion. Australian listed stocks are around $2.9 trillion and commercial real estate $1.3 trillion. So it really goes to show how much the Australian housing market means to the Australian population in terms of it's almost three times the size or it's two and a half times the size of the value of our superannuation and, and a little bit even larger than the value of, of our stock market. Um, so that's quite interesting. There's $2.2 trillion of mortgage debt um, against the value of those properties, which has now hit the $10 trillion mark. And just to touch on quickly, what's really been driving that growth recently is is the net overseas migration, um, as, as we're aware of. People have had a big savings buffer, which was up to about 23% of their their gross salary was, was in savings and redraw. That's down back to around 4% now. We've had supply constraints. So, there's a couple of things that have been helping the market remain resilient, but it's just that rate of growth and the ongoing strength of the market. I think these numbers have an opportunity to highlight. And just in terms of some of those historical drivers, I, I think a lot of people might be asking, how long can we actually sustain that? But it does seem to be just ongoing every decade, one decade after another, seems to be unabated. Yeah, I think if we look at the trends over time, Australia's always had a, a love of property and and I guess one of the big things that has really come to, to life in the last couple of years is there's a structural issue in Australia with supply and that has driven a lot of the recent growth. But even if you look over time, you have your ups and downs in the market over time, but the, the trend is always for housing to provide a good asset class in terms of growth. So in terms of longer term, until we solve this housing affordability, this fundamental structural problem relating to supply and demand in the Australian housing market, where we just fundamentally don't have enough supply, then I think we're going to see over time the value of our market keep growing. Net overseas migration, I think in the shorter term, that's going to remain fairly strong based on what we know with government policy some of those savings and redraw people have saved up over time through COVID, that is tending to be used up now. So that may not create such a buffer for people. And I've touched on that constrained supply. Whilst we're seeing some auction clearance rates increase and a bit of supply increase, I think we're going to have an ongoing issue with constrained supply. So I think over time, we're going to see the value of our market stay strong. Yes, yeah, so focusing on the present, what implications do you think this holds for prospective home buyers, both in the immediate and the foreseeable future? I know that's like saying, put those prediction future glasses on, but uh, why not? Yeah, it's never easy to try and time any market, whether it's a, the housing market or the stock market. And we got a lot of clients at the moment talking about cost of living pressures, talking about supply waiting for an opportunity to enter the market. And it's really hard to sit and wait for an opportunity. I mean, in terms of this spring, we are seeing some positive signs in terms of stock, particularly in Sydney. We're seeing an increase in, in stock and we're also seeing an increase in auction clearance rates. They're up over 70%, which is back around Easter, Easter numbers. But that's mainly being driven by the increase in stock. 
as I touched on, a lot of our clients are talking about cost of living pressures, inflationary pressures, the interest rate rises. So some recent data that's come out from a Westpac survey is actually showing that consumer sentiment, which flows through to buy-in sentiment, is stuck on cost of living pressures and and economic concerns. And that's flowing through to buyer activity is a little bit subdued uh, in the market. So it's a funny market we're coming into in spring. We've got um, increased stock levels, but it's down on it's down about 23% on the five-year average. We're seeing some more activity with those increased clearance rates, but buyer sentiment is a little bit weighed down on the back of economic conditions, on the back of the rate rises, and they do just seem to be taking a fairly cautious approach, which might mean we are in for a slightly, as you indicated, slower or longer spring. It's really hard to tell right now with where we're sitting. Yep, always something going on. There's always some commentary about uh, just how difficult the market is. The recovery is on. Of course, we've got the spring. There's there's a lot in what you've just been talking about. I'll let you get out onto that board because uh, I think the wave is waiting for you, Anthony. Enjoy your weekend and uh, catch you back and talk soon. Thanks very much. Look forward to next time. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. Approximately about 70% of Australian mortgage holders are on variable rates. At the moment, because of the month by month changes that we are seeing in the cash rate, especially it going up. The apartment market has weathered the rate rises a lot better than houses. Um, So we haven't seen a large decline in terms of prices. If not, it's actually increased slightly for for certain developments in in our city. Yes, Sydney has come in on top with an 118% premium for a property that is directly on the water and direct waterfront views. That is still in response to people looking for a sea change post-COVID. We've got a cash rate that's risen 12 times since May 2022. We've got an inflation that is still a little bit higher than what we'd like it. And we We've got a housing market that's growing again, so it's really a mixed data set. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 